Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgast on Talk podcast. I am Swag on Zero, and welcome to the Pop Culture Pow Wow. We have a long show for you today because we haven't been here for a while, and that, that's my fault. Uh, but we had the man with the plan, if you need him, Yashazam, the host of the No Gimmicks Needed podcast and the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I, oh, I, I was about to say No Gimmicks Needed again. <laughs> Mr. a and uh, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm doing good out there, everybody. How's everybody out there doing? I hope everybody's... Living a good life, enjoying the cool weather before it gets hot again. Hope that, everybody's being safe out there, and I hope everybody got their kids back in school. That first of all, anybody in the PA or wherever Hurricane Ida or Ida? Yes, Ida. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't expect the way that went to go the way it went. Bro, it it, it was it's terrible. Hearing the hearing the stories of the people who died is just heartbreaking. Wow. Um, you remember Davis Bridal, where I used to work, right? The area yes, I do. Uh-huh. Behind the uh, corporate building is the Schuylkill River. Yeah. I saw pictures of it. it the water came up to the stop sign. Yeah, bro, that was Main Street. For those who, who live in Philly, that was, people was on canoes in Main Street. I was like, yo, why are y'all floating on top of the theater? Dang. It was, the, Main Street was so bad, you could see the water from the top of the hill. Dang. You know, it, it 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 was that bad. I was like, yo, I was mad. I was that close to that joint. I, I thank God I didn't get hit too bad. It was like I, I got a fl- little flood in the basement, but it, like if I drop my phone in, then my phone's not even fully covered. So, gotcha. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah, too bad. But the, the, the people down because well, I'll well, be out there door dashing. I it right now it's so muddy around there because the water just receded. Yep. But I uh I go down there and I, I be asking people, I'm like, yo, how was it living down there? He's like, man. I was like, yo, they was just like, what? I was like, high floor. I was like, oh my God, we in Philly. The global warming is a thing, y'all. Don't listen to what certain people said. Global warming is a thing, okay? Global we gotta get warming is together. a thing. Coronavirus is real. Y'all, y'all gotta stop stop arguing with scientists about science. Bro, it's killing kids, y'all. Y'all need to ch- Y'all have to chill. That, that People was- like now we, you know, over at, at, at my my dad's uh, uh, retirement home, they stop allowing guests. Mm. And boy, when I say there was an argument between the guy at the front desk and the resident today when I got off work, I just signed my name and kept on walking. That's all you can do I, nowadays. That's all I can do because they was arguing. I was just like, oh my god, this this thing is. In shambles, but here we are. 
Yeah, I, I hospital arguments are another story. I just walk past it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, nah, I don't have to deal with that. But yeah, I someone, uh, my old coworker sent me pictures. All the custom made dresses done. Oh, done. I remember working customer service there. I, I wouldn't even want to get a call about what's happening. Cause they mm-hmm. they're not they're not gonna care about the flood. They just want their dress. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I hate when people do that. It's like you, you understand people died, right? But yes, uh, we hope everyone is safe from Hurricane Irma or Ida. 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 Fucked up is what it's called. Okay, yeah, that. Now, yeah, it is. Now you was around the time of the storm of '96 because everyone Talk talks to- about the storm of '96. You talk about the blizzard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which one was worse? The blizzard in 96 to me was worse because it affected everybody. Okay. See, here we we are in the Delaware Valley, so a lot of the places that are in the valley are going to get flooded. Okay. Because they're below sea level. Our part of there are parts of Philly, a lot of part of the city is not below sea level. Right. And I and I can only go by what I experienced because nobody that I can recall died in a blizzard ninety six mm-hmm. because it you know sometimes the blizzard just got stay in the house. But but when it came to like when it came to blizzard ninety six, everybody in Philly was stuck. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go nowhere. The, the the snow was coming coming up almost to the hood of the car. I mean I mean to the top of the car. We ain't never seen snow like that. Right. Now, obviously, I, Ida, by when it comes to damages, is the worst storm. Right. You know, I just, we just wasn't as affected by it because we we're kind of above sea level. There was a little flooding in my basement. There's a hole in my wall. That's why I get flooded. So, until I get that hole patched up, mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to get flooded even if, if there's, even there's just a hard rain. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, until that happens, I'm always going to get flooded in my basement. But the, but when it comes to damages and deaths, yeah, Ida is the worst storm. But when it comes to me personally of what I had to deal with, you know, Blizzard Night Six paralyzed us. Gotcha. I yeah. I don't remember the Blizzard Ninety Six. All I I just keep hearing about it. So it's nice to have at least a comparison to understand. Bro, Ninety Six was that year. Let's see. OJ got off. Or oh, that's uh, why, that's why. <laughs> That's why the earth let's took see. over. Let's see. It was either 95 or 96. Oklahoma City bombing happened. That was my first, other than OJ, that was my first big historical event that I remember. Mm-hmm. Because they've been asking my uh, son at school, you know, about the first big historical event that they remember, which was like it would be COVID. But I'm like, everybody was like, Yo, remember 9-11? Which I'll get to, you know. Yeah, uh, I was going to segue into that. Oh yeah, so but yeah, so but Oklahoma City bombing, Blizzard '96, OJ, that was '96. '96 was crazy. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I had like a something to compare it to because I don't know how bad it was. And now hearing uh, what to call it, the, see, seeing that flood, especially the interstate, the expressway, uh-huh. in the city. First of all, if it wasn't a flood. That that would probably be the most beautiful thing in the world, just to have a river just going like Italy. Mm-hmm. But I'm like that 
is all. And then now, do you know where they put the water? No, I don't. Okay. I, I these are questions I le- legit have and just don't. I, I'm unaware. So if you listen to this, excuse me for my ignorance, but uh, we're going to segue into 9-11. Uh, it has been 20 years since the awful attack on uh, 9-11 in New York. Uh, the Twin Towers going down. Now, uh, I don't want to talk too much negative about it, but I remember you had an experience of you going to the World Trade Center and the uh, area of 9-11. Yes. Could you share that? Yes, I can. There's a couple of things I want to share, too, because there was a new documentary that came out that I want to do a movie experience on. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Uh, so I am, for some reason, not, I've took a big interest in 9-11. And I, I, I'm like a history buff. I love history. And I love studying it better. I, I remember I was in college, and I remember when 102 Minutes first came out, I was the first one and only one at the library asking for the, you know, the new book. And I was like, really? But anyway, uh, so my wife... 2018 uh, got me tickets to the Nile Museum. And I was just like, oh my God, we got to go. And it's also cool because I had never been in New York before. Mm-hmm. Never. So I was excited. We took the mega bus and it took us right there. And we got there and we literally walked. To, we, was in a, we was in Manhattan and walked to the site. And bruh, it's, it, it's, it doesn't compare seeing it on TV. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 fails in comparison to seeing it on TV because you don't know how massive and big those buildings were until you step into the footprints. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. It's, it's very peaceful because it's a memorial site. It's like, it's like a cemetery almost. Right. And uh, the first thing you see is Freedom Tower, which is the new tower that they built there. God, I think it's I think it's intimidating right. because they build it bigger than the, than, than the trade t- towers, and it is so huge, so huge. And I, I stood right there at the footprint of it and, and looked up, and I'm just like, "Yo, the thing is going into the sky. I can't see it no more." Right. But then I walked over to the footprints, and you go there and you see all the names, and I'm, when I say it is too many names, too many names. Of all people that they lost in the towers, and if you had died in the South Tower, or the plane that showed the South Tower, or the North Tower, the plane that showed the North Tower, whatever the case may be, that's where your name was at. Mm-hmm. And of course, they added people who died in '93, and then the Pentagon, and Flight '93. They add all of them. You just see all the names there. It's very peaceful. Then you went to the museum, and that was one of the best museums I've ever been to in my life. It's eerie, it's sad, it's peaceful, and you know it. it I, I'm glad that you people get to celebrate this form of history because it wasn't that long ago, but technology was that long ago. And sometimes, you know, it back then when it happened, if you wasn't going to the, your house to pull out your JVC, you wasn't recording it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have cameras on our phones back then. That'd have been a whole lot different if we had cameras on our phones back then, but we don't. So, uh, them just having pictures of 
the wreckage and this is the old antenna this is the plane engine this is the fire truck whatever the case may be you got to see them up close and personal then there was a section of the museum where they have all the deep personal stuff at there's no cameras allowed in that part and they have a section of people who unfortunately had to jump from the building and they have pictures of stuff that's still in the dust from 9-11 and bicycle rails of the people the, the, the delivery people who made a delivery and never came back out and all that kind of stuff like that those kind of things is sentimental and then one of my favorite parts is the whole hall where they have a picture of every single victim on there it's a lot of fucking people. Excuse my language. And they have a digital book that you can just scroll through. And if you tap on the picture, there's a story that's narrated by a family member that tells them where they were at and what about them. So you can so you can get more context of, of who these people are. That's actually nice. A family member doing it. Exactly. Because it's a fa- it, it's not no museum choir. It's a family member that's narrating, talking about their family member with the picture and giving them a, a little brief biography or synopsis of who this person was and anybody that's there you can click on that digital book and find them anybody so i that right there and it, it's like three like they had all the pictures up so you can walk past all the pictures but and all the pictures are inside like these little glass cases type things so they will never get damaged but then there's there's only like three or four dig, digital books, and sometimes you be waiting in line because people be because you if a family member is there, I'm not gonna tell them to hurry up. But you know if if it's tourists they sitting and looking through people, we got three thousand people that died. You it, you you can't go through every single one obviously like you want to, mm-hmm. but if something stands out to you or some you might have heard something about this person, you can go and find out more about them. I thought that was the best part of the museum. Nice. I love the best part. And if anybody goes to New York, I recommend they at least, you know, check it out because it is a good piece of history. I've only been to the World Trade Center um, area. That's where it's at. No, the uh, mall thing, which I thought will be more of a museum than a mall. The mall? I'm kind of lost. There was a like a white building right next to um, where the Twin Towers were in the World Trade yeah. Center was. If you go in uh-huh. there, there's a shopping center. Oh, you know what? That, that's the other little small museum they got. Uh, I didn't even know there was a museum park. I thought it was just that. I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed when I went to uh, New York and found out. No, no. Okay, so you know what those, those two big, as they call them, the footprints are at, you know, with the waterfalls? Yes, yes. The museum is underneath that. Okay. So that's what we did. Deeper underground. Yeah, you, you go underground to see the whole museum. Okay. Gotcha. That's where that's where the the nine eleven National Museum is at. And then next to all that is the new Freedom Tower. Oh, uh, okay. That's right there. So yeah. And it, it, like I said, if, if you ever go to that point, because at first we wasn't going to tell a little white building. Yeah, no, don't go there. You you are not experiencing the full impact of that museum in that day. If you if you go in there, that's where I thought I was. But yeah, I, I was my ankles broke. Yeah. On that. 
Exactly. So if you if you do go back to New York and do that also, but I wanted to give a quick movie experience about a new documentary that I was a little scared of that came out called NYC Epicenters 19 out of 2000, 2001 to 2021 and a half. And you, you may be thinking, well, why were you nervous about that? I'll tell you why, because it was done by Spike Lee. So I was sitting there. So his new, it was a four part documentary. Each part was being two hours, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I was there. I was like, oh my God, Spike Lee is going to tackle 9 11. And I was like, we know how brutal and upfront Spike Lee is, right. do we not? And I was scared. And honestly, I was also kind of curious because no disrespect to Spike Lee, when it comes to documentary stuff like that, Spike Lee handles a lot of things that happen to a lot of POCs, people of color, mm-hmm. especially black people. Where 9-11, it was a, a, a diverse group of people that died, but the majority of people that, of people that, that death were white people. Right. And I was like, I don't know how he's going to handle this. Right. And then it was he was talking about COVID also. So he was talking about all the episodes that happened in New York from, from 9-11 and on to. And I have to tell you this. From my I just watched part four finish it yesterday. Mm-hmm. This is one of Spike Lee's best works to date. That's great. To date. Because first of all, uh I'm gonna give you guys a good, the bad the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh starting off with the good being so Spike, Spike was smart. This this started four weeks ago. And the way the documentary is, he goes from present day backwards. Mm-hmm. He don't start with 9-11 because the final part came out on 9-11. So why would you talk about coronavirus on 9-11? So it's like a series. So it's, it's a docu-series. Okay, okay. I thought it was yeah. just one movie. It, 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 you know, it's, it's, four, it's a four-part thing. It's all on HBO Max. Okay. The first part is talking about uh, COVID, because in, in, you know New York City, New York City was the epicenter mm-hmm. when COVID first came here, and given all the COVID stories from 2020, the stories that he's interviewing these people, and I, I like when he brings the people on. Spike Lee, he has them tell who they are in the camera with their mask on and everything, and then they break down of what their story is. And what Spike Lee does, which I haven't seen Spike Lee do a lot, when, they, when it's about to get emotional mm-hmm. or something like that, he would make certain jokes or uplift the mood a little bit so they won't be as down. Right. I like that. He would, you know, make, you know, talk about the, the Yankees or, or the Mets or his New York teams and how you, how you a Red Sox fan, stuff like that. Or if there's a line that's powerful, he will want. He will tell somebody to repeat that line for them, and say and say it again. And he he interviews a diverse group of people. It all is. It's not because of course you want to put your people out in the limelight because we're never out in the limelight. Right. But he does everybody who was affected by this COVID, and he and he gets his his celebrity friends like Rosie Perez or Jeffrey White, and they talk about them just being up all night long with ambulances, just running people to the hospital with COVID and how everything was on lockdown in Brooklyn and you couldn't get out and stuff like that. And it was just hard. They talk about Governor Como 
and his bullshit and all that stuff like that. Part two, in my personal opinion, well, no, I, I'll get said in, in my bed. Um, then there, there's part two. Part two focuses on the January 6th insurrection, mm-hmm. uh, the former president, and, you know, the, the first lady to get the vaccine in New York and the ones who worked on uh, the COVID vaccine, which they were people of color and a black woman who worked on the vaccine, which a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he went out and got it, and I was just like, yo, people like us have been working on this thing, and they've been the ones that's been, you know, about that, but they don't ever, they don't ever want to tell nobody that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I'll talk back to part two. Part three is, to me, the most beautiful part, because now, uh, after part two is over, we get a montage, and then we get to this clear sky. Then, it, then it fades into the, the towers being on fire. As we start with part three. Now, part three, we're back in two thousand one. We went backwards, and he has a Spike Lee loves musicals, and he has a very good musical talking about you know the city of New York, and he interviews all kinds of politicians, regular people, John Stewart. And, you know, just people that were there. And I'm going to tell you this, uh, Sway. I was I, I was upset that I didn't know this because he interviews women firefighters oh. that were there at Ground Zero. I didn't know there were there any there. I didn't know there were women firefighters at all. Yeah. Well, oh. at, at that moment, at that moment. Yeah. Uh, he interviews the black women firefighters that were there. He interviews the black and brown and beige flight attendants Mm -hmm. that uh, worked on United. I didn't know they they had any. Right. I did not know that the pilot on United on Flight 93 was black. I didn't know they had some black flight attendants on there. I didn't know any of this stuff. And they're they're telling the story and then he talks to remember the video of the movie I showed you with, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt about Felipe, who crossed the Twin Towers on, on, on the tightrope? Yeah. He interviews him. I, did, I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Okay. And still charismatic as, as, as ever. Mm-hmm. Then he interviews uh, the guy who parachuted off the World Trade Center in 1975. Oh, wow. He... he uh, um, what, what else he does? He also interviews... Uh, God, what was it? Oh, he goes into the construction of the World Trade Center. Did you know 60 workers died on the building of the World Trade Center? No, I didn't. Neither did I. Like, I was watching this joint like I was intrigued. So then he's, 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 he's talk, talking to these different people. Uh, you know, this uh, black woman who uh, uh, she's, she's a dancer and an actress, but her husband was, his name was Calvin Gooden Jr. Mm-hmm. And he was part of Cantor Fitzgerald. And for those who don't know, Cantor Fitzgerald lost the most employees that day on 9 11 with 658. No Cantor Fitzgerald employee made out the World Trade Center. Oh. And their floors was 101 to 105. So they was right there above their fire and they couldn't get out. So um with that being said, 
you know, that you know, she gets to tell her story. And I like that, you know, we don't get to hear too many stories from POCs in Door 9 11. Especially all the documentaries you hear. We do hear from some of them. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all documentaries is all white, 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 white. No, because it's not about that when it comes to 9 11. But you know, it, it was cool to hear different stories. We got, uh, he talked to the fire chief that, that was the first responder on 9 11, and the guy who was recording a documentary about firefighters to go in there with him. And it have all the footage, man. And it's just like, yo, you got to have some kind of balls to do that job. Right. I always have respect for them to have the balls to do, to do that, for that, that firefighter job. And he interviews all of them. And he and then he uh, always, if somebody lost somebody, he makes sure he gives them respect and shows the, the victim of, of what, what happened. And then, of course, there are, you know, Spike Lee, is going to show people jumping from the building and it's very unfortunate to see that you now you don't see them hit the ground or see any dead body parts on the ground they were there but because you know how spite lee can get right to get to his point but we don't see that i was happy i'm happy to report that okay part then part four they is, is another good part of mine because it, it, they talk about the aftermath well, a lot of these tragedies, everybody saying like we all came together and we was all patriotic, and they was just like, yo, let me tell y'all what really was happening. They was uh, down there, and th- th- they talk about the uh, cleanup, and th- th- there was this woman, a scientist, who said that the air was okay to breathe, and it wasn't. And then Spike brought her back on to say, yo, this is what you told us back twenty years ago. What what happened? Because those firefighters were breathing in mercury, mm. asbestos, concrete, glass, and DNA from people. All this stuff that you don't think about because with, with the kinetic energy of how the buildings fell down, mm. and you got to think, how many fluorescent lights is on one floor of the World Trade Center alone? Probably about a, over a thousand. Right. You got 110 floors of that. You got mechanical work. You have jet fuel. You got uh, burning wood and desk and metal. And you also have people who, when the plane hit, they it just exploded. And all that is compacted into this dust. And you're breathing that in. The count for 9-11 victims is still going up for firefighters dying of cancer to this day. I watched a Shark Tank episode where it was a firefighter who uh, died for that. Yeah. Uh, recently, actually. So, it's the, yeah, it's definitely still going up. It, it, it's, it's still going It's sad. And it, it, they talked about how the police and the government was trying to shut down the cleanup site because they wanted to get Wall Street back up in order because that's where Wall Street was at. Right. But the fight, but the firefighters got in a fight with the police officers that wouldn't let them back down in there. Right. And I was just like, what the hell is this world coming to? And this is 20, 2001. And then they talked about the racism against the Taliban people mm-hmm. and how there were hate murders, not crimes, murders of Taliban people. And he, he, he put the whole list 
of people. It had to be over 25 names. Right. Too many names. And he talked to the different Taliban people of how they felt uh, after the days of 9-11 and how we racial, racially profiled them. They talked to people who, of them who actually did racial profiling of the Taliban back then. And it, it's, it's horrible. It was it's horrible of what these what these people had to go through because Taliban people died at 9 too. They did kill some of their own people. They did that. They talked to the families of if you ever seen the documentary called The Falling Man, which is the the, the famous picture of the man coming head first down. Never seen it. You never seen the Fallen Man picture? No. It's the most popular Almost, you know, the most talked about and controversial picture of 9 11. It's about it's a man falling and he's falling head first. Now, it's one frame because he, he's actually tumbling out of control. Mm-hmm. But the, the frame that it got, it just got it at, at head first and it was like showing the horror of the day. Yeah, so if you just type in the fallen man, that's the first thing that's going to come up. And the identity of the fallen man was, was between these two families. And uh, it was a Hispanic family and a black family. He brought both of them on and to talk about it because he did. He did a documentary of it called "The Falling Man." Before I see a documentary a couple years ago, and he brought the person on who uh, took the picture and who the documentary. And it was just so much information that I did not even know about. God, I, I'm not gonna sit here and give it to you break by break by break right in, in there. But I, me, and my wife every week was like, "Yo, we gotta see. We gotta see the next part. We gotta see the next part. We gotta see the next part." The only, the weakest part to me was um part two. And part two was like, okay, yes, we got the person from New York who got the first vaccine or the black women who helped create the vaccines. But then we start talking about we start talking about talk to the New York people, people from New York, talk about January 6th. He kind of goes on like a little bit of a Trump rant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't mad at him because shit happened, but then we go into what happened in the summer in New York with the Black Lives Matter and then George Floyd and Amar Arbery and then, you know, all the stuff. So, you know, Spike Lee don't mind showing what happened to black people. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was just like, yeah, I get it. And it's, it's need to be said. It just almost felt out of place. And I, it, it's, it's not a bad part by no means. I enjoy the part. It's very educational. You need to see it, what happened because this did did. A lot of protests did happen in New York. But it, it, it was just like, okay, we, we got to find a way to put this in there. But it balances. It, 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 in a whole, it balances. And then there, there's a part he does cut out. He did record some 9-11 truths and conspiracy theories. And he got some backlash for that. So he cut it out the final part of the film. But he did say that if he does a Blu-ray or something like that, he'll put it in there so people can see them... Uh, Say their piece and all that stuff like that. Right. But that was one of the best 9-11 documentaries I have seen. One of Spike Lee's best documentaries that I have seen from him. And there's a lot of heartwarming moments. There's a lot of things I was like, yo, Spike, I didn't know you did that. That was that was dope for you to do. And a lot of stories you hear from people that you have not heard in any other documentary before because he gives them he gives them chance to speak. He gets their voice to be heard, especially especially the women firefighters, the uh the black firefighters, you know, the black flight attendants and, and attendees and the people from you know uh 
in school. And it ain't just black people. It's black, brown, uh, white, Asian, Hispanic. It doesn't matter. But a lot of these stories are not necessarily told because sometimes in a lot of documentaries, because I've seen damn near all of them, you you hear the same story over and over and over again. Yeah. Type thing. But this one was good. And I, I'm telling you right now, when it comes to the the NYC epicenters, I'm giving it a complete nerdgasm. Oh, wow. I want to check this out because it is Spike Lee going in a direction we're not expecting. Exactly. So that's why I, they, that's why they you enjoy it. I, it's on HBO Max. I know you're busy, but whenever you have the time, because I was watching on actual HBO when it came up, but HBO Max, you can go ahead and stream it. Or if you have the Hulu version and you can get HBO from Hulu, mm-hmm. do it that way. But it, it's it's all on in there. Watch part one, two, three, four. It's four parts. Each part is two hours, except for the last part, which is ninety minutes, because he cut out the 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 not the nine eleven truth truthers part. Uh, and my personal my personal opinion, part three was the best part. Okay. And but part three, but part three and four as a whole, talking about nine eleven, I think was one of the best nine eleven documentaries you will ever see. And it's the, the most informative stuff. Even he even talked about the largest boat rescue in the the city of New York's history. How they saved over four hundred thousand people off the island of Manhattan. Nobody talks about that. How them ferries had to come over to Manhattan and come get the people off off into the ferry and drive them uh, drop over to New Jersey. They don't ever talk about that, and he talks about all the stuff that that, that you don't even think about, and you got to put your hand to your head like I didn't think of that. He brings it up in this documentary, right? And that's why I love about it because a lot of other documentaries don't bring it up or they don't bring it up until like years later. But it, but I, I've seen about eighty to ninety percent of all the lot of documentaries is out there, and this one was refreshing. Okay, I would try my best to check it out. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you say. Say what? I'm hit or miss with documentaries. Some documentaries I love. Some are like you know that was alright, but. Because I it's a Spike this, Lee going into a different direction, that's where I'm more curious on than anything. Yeah, where I never, could, I never, I didn't even know Spike Lee could do that. Bro, he even interviews Buster Rhymes. Did he interview Ja Rule? No, because we, we, we had ja to know what Ja Rule thinks about this matter. But you know what's funny? I didn't even know Buster Rhymes was living on the block when 9-11 happened. Oh, he was living on the block. Okay. He why, said when the plane hit the interview him. But hit when the plane hit the tower, he said it knocked his lamp off the, uh, off the table. Oh, that's how close he was. Of the vibration and shake stuff like that, uh, of of what was going on, and uh, he he interviews a lot of celebrities and a lot of of regular people mm-hmm. who have lost loved ones in nine eleven, and and. I think twelve black firefighters died that day. Wow! I out of three hundred forty-three black uh, uh, firefighters, I didn't know there was twelve on there. Yeah, I didn't even know either. And I didn't know there was any women firefighters down there either. And the, he goes into the whole history about how women weren't allowed to join the firefighter uh, to, to be a firefighter and how they had to fight to do that. I didn't even know these were things. 
Exactly, but see, they don't teach you. People don't know they can keep you ignorant. Right. And Spike does it does it in a way where he educates you and makes you want want more without throwing it in your face like like Spike Lee usually does. Right. Because Spike Lee will slap shit out you over and over again. Like I get it, I get it, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, my even if you just want to watch the nine eleven parts. I recommend you watch the whole thing because it talks about COVID also. Right. But I, I do recommend you watch the whole documentary. But if you just want to watch part three and four, that's the part that's strictly based on 9-11. Gotcha. Because I'm, I'm almost tired of hearing about COVID. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I'm about tired about it. Unless we get in another stimulus, which we're not. Uh, well, not this state. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more about COVID. Uh, real quick, let's go to the... Um, the bite-sized news halloween kills is coming to peacock i'm so happy i'm happy a lot of people are not happy but i don't care because i want to see this <laughs> I, 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 you, you know i was excited, I was excited about how the, the 2018 one ended it was delayed because it was supposed to come out last year but covid yeah. but now it's coming out this year but universal said yo we're gonna go and we're gonna put this thing uh, so they come with just out in theaters only. It's gonna come out in Pika. And I'm not gonna lie to you with with the with the surge and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's gonna be a matter of time for stuff. If people don't listen, and she's gonna start closing. And I'm like, the theater's gonna probably be one of them. Yeah, that. Now, I, 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 I know the gym's gonna the be one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, gym over the theater might be the first one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like with Shane Chi, I want to see it. I can't because I'm. I'm busy. If it was like if it was like Black Widow, we could just pay and watch it. It would be easy. But I agree. You want me to travel to see this? It's like I, it's too much. So I'm glad that it it is coming to uh, Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I gotta say about it. I'm not sure if you had any more that you wanted to say towards it. About uh, about well, look, I'm excited for it coming out. Care for Jamie Lee Curtis, all stuff that you know, you know, all, all that, all that great stuff. I know people are like it needs to be in the theater. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but yo, everybody's not comfortable going to the theater. Uh, but it, 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 but here's the thing, though. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's still coming out of theaters. Right. It's doing the HBO Max thing. It's doing the theater and Peacock. Right. And this, this is the second movie that Peacock's doing because they did Boss Baby. I wasn't really into the Boss Baby thing, but I'm like. It would be different if they give you an option. It would be different they say, we're taking it out of the theater, we're just putting it on Peacock. No. They say, if you still want the theater experience, go ahead and do it. It ain't all about money all the time, people. They said, risk it yourself. Yeah. But, I'm yeah. going to say, no, man. If I can watch, sit there and watch Halloween Kills uh, next month in the comfort of my own home, I'm going to do that. Because there's a lot of movies I got to review that I, I was like, okay, I got to watch. The only one... Shang Chi's the only one that I'm like, yo, y'all are forcing me to go to the movies and see this. That and that's what I that's what I don't like. I don't like that you're not giving me the option to actually sit at home because I would have been watched it. I I, I, I agree with you. I, 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 I'm trying to talk my wife into going tomorrow, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. I got to talk her into going. Like you said, maybe if we do it at eight o'clock with Rawls on and nobody's supposed to be there, we can do it. You know, because she's not comfortable going on the weekends. I'm just like, well, they they have it. You know. But yeah, I, I'm excited about it. I can't. I can't wait to see it. I just hope it's good. Right now, I know you. Uh, this might be a little. Uh, we might go into tangent a little bit. 
I know you're a big theater guy, and I know with everything going on, do you like the way this? Uh, do you like the new movie format that's going on, where it's like a hybrid, or do you strictly prefer the movies? Personally, certain things to me need to be viewed in the theaters. Now, I understand that's, movies like um, what's it called, the uh, Quiet Place, like like something like that, like like so HBO Max has this new movie coming out this weekend called Malignant, which is done by James Wan. Mm -hmm. I love James Wan's horror movies, but I don't need to go to the theater to see it because I'm asking myself, would I want to pay $30? Because my wife ain't paying for no ticket. Mm -hmm. uh, $30 to go see this horror movie in the theater just because I love movies and she don't. Right. It's a waste of money to me. But certain things like, okay, Avengers movies gotta be seen in the theaters right big action movies like fast nine has to be seen in the theaters right even halloween's not gonna be seen in the theater sometimes a movie that, that want to make you think tease your mind and just to sit there and watch i think has to be seen in the, in the theater because there's there is too much distractions at the house right like nobody's in in my household nobody's into movies like i am so my wife is always on the phone when a movie comes on that annoys the hell out of me Cause I'm like, you see that? You're like, what? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, well, are you at least listening? Mm. But you, I don't care what they say. You're not giving your undivided attention when you're on your phone. Right. Then there's kids running around. Then there's kids asking you questions, and I'm just like, oh, it it takes away from the movie. So I prefer the theater where I can turn the lights down, get into a nice experience. I can watch the movie all the way through, no distractions, whatever case may be. But I do prefer safety first. If they want to keep giving me stuff like HBO and Warner Bros. is doing, like they'll, they'll put it in a the theater and it's on HBO Max, that's fine for me. I like that format because it benefits me. It's a selfish act, but it benefits me. Right. But if you want to go to the theater, go ahead. But the only thing is, like, the actors and the directors and the producers and the writers, they don't get their full pay payout because a lot of people are staying at home. So the big root of the question is you need to get everybody safe or vaccinated or whatever the case may be so we can have a good time at the, at the theater again. It shouldn't be a gamble. Going to the movie theater shouldn't be again because everybody is not going to wear their mask. Everybody's not going to clean off their seat. You got to when you go out to the movie theater, you got to depend for somebody to do their job. Which is not the easiest thing to do. Somebody to come in there and wipe them seats down. When you go, somebody got to make sure their hands are sanitized and wash their hands when you go get snacks. Because I don't eat in a movie theater, but my wife do. Right. And you got to depend on everybody to do their job, which is hard to do. And I'm sorry for the actors that don't make the money or the producer or they don't make their full payout, stuff like that as well. But... I, I'm liking this new norm right now. It ain't going to last. Cause, well, this is going to be the only year Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers does this. But once again, I don't know what the world going to look like in six months. Right. I don't know. So I do prefer theater over home, but I do prefer safety over theater. Okay. Understand. I'm, look, I, if, if it's more accessible, then I'll take it. It's almost like how 
How can I put it? You remember when LimeWire came out? Oh, do I ever? I got mixtapes to prove my LimeWire. <laughs> that, that was a day. That was, that was an age. Now, I remember back in the day where it was like we had to download music. If we want an album, we had to search for it. We had to download it. Whereas now, you got stuff like Spotify and Apple Music where if you just pay, you can get everything. I'd rather pay to get a high-quality experience than to just go out of my way to do something. So if I could just pay and get a quality experience on in my living room or in my room, I'd rather do that than to just go out of my way. I, I agree with that, too. And if if I was, you know, had your kind of like house of comfort, mm-hmm. I, 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 home will always win there. Right. Because I know how I ain't going to watch it. I like to sit down, be comfortable. I, I don't even, I put my phone on vibrate like I do in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And I, I would turn, I would turn some lights off so there, there, there won't be no glare. That's why the lights go down the movie theater, people, and sit there and enjoy the movie. And if I can sit there with somebody else and enjoy the movie, yeah. Now I, I will bring my own stereo, right. obviously. But uh, but like when I'm trying to sit, sit with my wife and she's on her phone, that bothers me. One, I see the glare from the phone, and two, she's always looking down. Her mind goes too fast, so I know she's not paying attention, pay attention to the movie. And there's parts that I probably want her to see mm-hmm. or, or to study. And the only time she don't look at her, look at her phone during the movie is when she's at the movie theater. Right. So, as of right now, from my experience, he's like, okay, it's kind of like when we, we was watching Space Jam. I was like, yo, I was into that joint. Right. They all on the phone. I'm like, Y'all, Space Jam one. Did you not see Lola and Bugs doing the Roger Rabbit? No. I, I kind of want to watch that again. That was a great movie. Oh, oh, it's, it's about to come out because your, your movie Fast 9 just came out on Blu-ray with the special director's edition. I I have not even touched <laughs> the Fast 9. I forgot it came out. You You, you want to know something? John Cena's best movie came out this year and it didn't even come out in the movie theaters. <laughs> Me and Prime are gonna review. You have to check this out. Wait, it's is that me. the the with uh Little Rel or Yes? Vacation Friends is John I'm, I'm saying this on the podcast, so mark my word. Vacation Friends is John Cena's best movie. I hear he works better with raunchy comedies. He is hilarious. First of all, him and Lil Rel got better chemistry than I thought they was going to have. Oh, God. And anytime, if, if you're 25 years, Lynn Whitfield and John Cena going to be in the same movie, I would call, I would have jumped, I mean, I'll kick you off the bridge. You lying. <laughs> but it happened. And John Cena is, I'm like, yo, when it comes to comedy, he works better in it than me. I, I like him in Suicide Squad. Don't get me wrong. Right. I, I mean, I think his worst movie this year was Fast Nine. But when it came to, Vacation friends, yo, me and my wife was legitimately laughing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a forced laugh, like ha ha. No, we was legit laughing, like yo, why? We was actually mad that we laughed as much in this movie. It, it's a smart comedy. It's on Hulu. It came out on Hulu. Called Vacation Friends. The review should be up sometime this week, y'all, because that that. In my personal opinion, this was John Cena's best movie. Wow. So it I'm, is hilarious. I'm, I'm assuming his worst was Fast Nine. Oh no, his uh, he, 
Fast Nine wasn't John Cena's fault. It was the writing's fault. Oh no, I'm just saying that out of the three movies that he had come out. This oh, year. out of the three movies he did this year. Yeah, yeah, Fast Nine's the worst one. Okay. How about to say of all time? No, gotcha. Because that's pretty crazy. Because Fast Nine got beat by Shang Chi in the box office. Uh, you now, said it. For the- I, I was trying. And, and, uh, now, it's kind of crazy because I remember uh, one of my friends said Shang-Chi is going to be the Black Panther of um, the Asian culture. And they really showed up and showed out. So shout out to them. Shout out to the Asian culture and actually having like a superhero, that uh, a successful superhero movie, without a doubt. So shout out to you guys for going out there and just, you know, putting the time in. Making this movie succeed. I want to see it. I don't know when, but I'll see it. I th- I, um, I, I'm going to go see it too. I, I'm glad that it's having uh, success at the theaters. They, they, they did say that the Asian culture in this movie is um, just phenomenal. They, they they don't sugarcoat over it. So I do look at it as the Black Panther of the Asian community. And uh I heard it was just a really well done movie. I don't know if it's the best Marvel movie, obviously, but uh I, I felt as though that I, I do want to go check it out. Yeah. And it, it's also go, it's also going to be the reason why the internals are going straight to theaters. They're not doing Disney Plus with the internals. Sadly. I would rather I would go out to see Shang Chi versus uh, Eternals because uh-huh. I, I'm I'm a sucker for hand to hand combat. This honestly, without seeing the movie, I could just tell this might be in my top three because of hand to hand combat alone. It, look, I somebody just told me they have Doctor Jekyll. Oh no, Doctor. Oh, excuse me, damn, Crouching Tiger, Hitting Dragon vibes. How'd you get Doctor? <laughs> I'm so get, sorry. I'm so sorry. How'd you get Doctor Jekyll? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I kind of um, messed that up. Crouching Tiger. I have Crouching Tiger on DVD, which I it was a random Christmas gift, and I was like, oh okay, I don't know what this is, but <laughs> all right. But uh, yeah, and I heard it was like a big homage to Jackie Chan, mm. fighting style, and it's uh, Jackie Chan's fighting styles might be one of the best for him. Yes. He literally just grabs everything and throws it. But um, moving on to movies that haven't come out yet. Three trailers have dropped. We have Injustice, Ooh. Matrix 4, and Red Notice. I want to start with Injustice first. Did now, you see it? Did I see the trailer? Yes. Yeah, I saw all three trailers. Okay. <laughs> I, um, now, I'm curious. Are they going a different direction with the story? Because from what I remember, Lois, um, Superman got drugged into thinking Lois Lane was Doomsday. Yeah, sure, right? Okay. Uh, uh, is there something different going on in the movie? Because it didn't look like that in the trailer, uh, at least. I'm not sure if you have information or not. So, so the, it looks like they're showing when Lois got kidnapped. Okay. And remember, Superman didn't rip Lois apart. He just took her into space, and she couldn't. She can't breathe in space. Oh, I thought it was a straight up Doomsday. Like, no, no. Well, see, the only way, only way to defeat Doomsday was to take him into space. 
that's what Superman was doing. He he, he wasn't going to fight Doomsday. He just took because once Doomsday said Doomsday going to put up a fight to super, with Superman, right. and Doomsday's the one that killed him. So let's just look, cut all the shit out out, out the way. I'm gonna take you and I'll fly you up into space, either throw you somewhere or uh, release you on your oxygen. But uh, what he you know was Lois, so Lois just suffocated because mm-hmm. she couldn't breathe in space because Clark was taking her up into space. Right. So he didn't rip her apart, and then so it looks like it's still doing that. Okay, I misinterpret that. I thought Superman beat the living shit out of Doomsday, and then all of a sudden he realized it was Lois Lane, and I was like, wow, that's dark. That, no, that I mean, was first a of all, evil prank Joker. Shit, while Lowe's she was carrying the child, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, Lowe's probably should have died from that mallet swap to, from Harley Quinn. I'm yeah, that say, was strong. Yo. Yeah, I was like, that's the back of the head. Like, I, I mean, that 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 hurt. I hope she didn't have Harry Adams heels on. Yeah, oh, stop it. <laughs> but uh, so, how did you feel yeah, about the it, it, bro. I'm telling you right now, it looks great. I can wait for it to come out, come out this year because there are two animated ones. I, I, there's another anime I had to still see, which is the new Mortal Kombat that came out. Mm-hmm. I heard they and, put uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy in the in the movie. Okay. <laughs> so now okay. he is not only is he canon, he is canon to the Mortal Kombat universe. Stop this, please. I, I didn't do it. Warner Brothers did. I, hush. <laughs> <laughs> nothing I can stop. There's nothing I can stop. It's done. Oh man! I, I, so it it looks it, it looks looks good. We, we we got we got a teaser. <laughs> we, we we got a teaser, and it looks it looks good for what it was. Superman just came in. I was like, yo, I know the fate. He gonna rip that hard, <laughs> man, man. You ain't got nothing to say. I'm just saying, you just sit back and let this thing happen. And honestly, it injustice. Here's the thing. I, I really think if Batman wasn't seen to be such a uh, pathological asshole, mm-hmm. I still think Superman wouldn't have won. I, I think Superman went on the deep end because he was more annoyed. Right. It's like you're telling me in my you're supposed to be one of my best friends, and all you keep telling me is you should have did it. You should have killed Joker. How about I'm sorry, your wife is dead. Bruce ain't say that now one time. Bruce ain't give him a hand on the shoulder. Bruce ain't say, yo, I'll pay for the funeral. Bruce ain't say, yo, we, you messed up, but we're, but we're, I'm, you're, you're grieving. Let's grieve together. I think if Bruce was a better friend, uh, then all then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well then maybe. Superman went off on a deep end. But Bruce was in his face since he broke into the police station. You know you're wrong, Clark. Shut the hell. I would be pissed. I, I'd be pissed too. Also to the fact that Batman is just not a good hero. <laughs> he just, <laughs> let, let, We should also just add that as well. It's like, bro, Joker has been doing this for God knows how long. And you have not found a way to just stop it. From happening exactly, like, it, like, yo, he, fuck the justice, yo. He just got he he got it done. And he, I, he, I really think I really think if Batman just be, was a turn turn off the fucking detective shit mm-hmm. and just became a good friend to Clark, I really believe injustice would never happen. Right. 
Because once Clark gets, people are going to grieve, okay? And once Clark realized, there's no like a fuck about the Joker. Once Clark had realized, yo, there's a better way I can do this. But he had his best friend by his side. A lot of things could would have changed if people just sat back and realized, yo, let me be a friend to this person. I.E. Steve Rogers. If, seriously, if he had just said, yo, Tony, I'm so sorry. It means so much. When, look, when anybody has a death in their family, mm-hmm. and I'm only using me because mine was so recent. And, and uh, when, when your friends come over, the only thing you want them you want to hear from them is just like, yo, I'm so sorry. Anything, anything you need me to do, my time is your time. That means something. Mm-hmm. Whether if you got nothing for them to do. When y'all came to my house after my mom died, th- th- I love that. It was just like, yo, I need um I, I love y'all for that. Bruce wasn't doing that. Steve wasn't doing that. They just said, yo, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. You don't want to hear that shit, dude. You don't want to hear it. So Superman gonna go all <laughs> fuck this government, which is the truth, <laughs> to be honest with you. And Batman gonna be a pain in the ass. And I can't wait to see it. I do want to see it. Uh, how, how many parts is this going to be? You know, I said the same thing in my reaction. Because I said, the same thing. I, I said, look, here's the thing. Are they doing the Injustice movie just from the video game where they fix the shit at the end? Right. Or are we going through the whole five years until we get to, you know, the other part? Are they going to be a two-parter? Are we doing Injustice 2? Like, I, I don't know how it's going to be done. It will be interesting. They had animated movies that explained everything leading up to the release of Injustice 3. But I know, I know DC doesn't think that far ahead. Oh, DC do think that far ahead. They just don't um they, they apply don't, it to their yeah, live action cinema. <laughs> they don't apply it to a good amount of things. Yeah. So I, I would love that, but I mean, well, we'll see more in DC fandom when October? Ooh, yes, October. Yeah, because we finally get that Black Adam teaser. Uh, you know, because the show exists, you know what I'm saying? I, I want Gotham Knights. I don't care about anything. <laughs> I, I understand the bet you have with the director, but I, I want my Gotham Knights. Bro, we're going to get Gotham Knights because we, well, we'll get to the video games in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, next trailer. Matrix 4. My Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. So I reacted to it, right? Yeah, I saw your reaction. Yeah, and I was I was excited for it at first, and I watched it again. I was just like, "Is it wrong that I want John Wick four more?" Okay, you're not alone because I thought the same thing. Because <laughs> okay. I'm like, "Why do we need this?" Like I, I'm just watching this. I'm like, what, "For what?" I'll be honest. After- the Matrix stories have not been good. Y'all, y'all, y'all can take that. To, y'all can fight me all y'all want. Matrix is not a good story. The only good one was the first one. The second one was fair. The third one was trash. And the Matrix it's was trash. The games were were other other than uh, Enter the Matrix. There was no good games. Matrix it literally has been iconic because of the first movie. After that, it's just nothing. So why are it we don't... why are we having a fourth? <laughs> Here's the thing. I was I, I'm not gonna lie. So 
did, did I mislead y'all in the reaction? I probably did because I was just excited. It, to, I was just excited to see a Matrix something, right? It, it's hype. It's hype, and that's it, it's hype. And then, but and when I sat there and turned the camera off and watched it again, I was just like. All I'm seeing is John Wick right now because the long hair yeah. ain't doing it because he got the same John Wick look yeah. as Neo. They don't work for me. Right. It's not working for me. Uh, I, I see they got Yaya Patim as the new Morpheus. Why? I don't I, know what happened with that. I'm like, is, is this like a literal rehash of The Matrix or what? I, I don't know. And I was just sitting like, I don't, I don't think I should have been as hype as I was watching this trailer because honestly I'm kind of getting kind of bored. Okay. I remember someone posted on Twitter saying that this was the most hyped trailer of the year. I'm like, did y'all not watch No uh, Far From Home? I'm about to say, you serious? They don't shut the internet there. Yeah. <laughs> Matrix did nothing because we knew the PlayStation event was happening later on that day. So the internet knew better than to shut it down. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, uh... I don't know. I, I don't. The, the, this John Wick look for Neo is not working for me. I I rather like, have John Wick. Now I, I agree. I would rather focus on John Wick four, but I'm like, but he has the same look. Yeah. Even if they, they take the cut the facial hair off, it don't work for me. It, it doesn't help that Keanu Reeves is not a good actor, so he's going to act the same at each role. Yeah, that that that, that first line in the trailer. Am I seeing things? Oh my god! Oh, my, I was just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, all right, brother. <laughs> like, all right. But, like, the Matrix is not giving you the Academy Award, Keanu. It's just not. I, I'm not excited for it. I'll be honest. I'm not excited for it. I'm like, I can honestly care less about it. Matrix. Had his time. It, it was like a generation. It, it was one of them generation breaking movies. Where everybody wanted to copy it. I, I think anything that came out in 1999 was Generation Break because we were before Y2K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first Spider Man. That was copying everything from the first Matrix. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. But it, again, it, it led an era of action movies. But, mm-hmm. like, what? Did, stay at your time. Stay yeah. time. We we have an end game right now. We we have so many movies that could lead the next generation. We don't need you. You did your you you held your torch, you passed it on, and now you're running back to get your torch back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh that's how I felt about Matrix. I don't know if you had any more to say about that. No, I I, I felt as I was gonna get chewed out, but I said I'm just I'm just gonna be big and brave and do it. Um what was the next? A uh, red notice. I'm more excited for red notice. I have a bit of deja vu. I felt like I've seen this movie. I'm, t- I'm gonna tell you what red notice is. Red notice is the prequel to how Hobbs and Ryan Reynolds oh met. My God. Before Hobbs and Shaw. I'm telling you that's what it's gonna be. I'm, I'm telling you that's what it's gonna be. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> and I was like, I fit like no, even looking at the trailer, I was like. I've seen these three actors on screen together at the same time with these same outfits. Why? Like, why is this trailer just now? How, how can I explain it? Um, I don't know if you've been 
hearing uh watching the coverage of death loop mm. okay you probably have it but it's a game that just keeps on getting promotions and it's like didn't this game come out already it's like wow. i feel like it's been 10 years since we've been promoting this and it still hasn't been released yet that's how i feel about this movie for some reason but i know i haven't seen the trailer uh-huh so I don't know why I'm feeling this way about it. I honestly get uh, understand that, but uh, I don't know. But I, I just feel like this this is going to be, you know, like a tie. I, well, I don't even really going to tie it in the Hobbs and Shaw, but that'd be kind of they, they, they. You know what? They might. No one. The <laughs> they like, they, they might. They, they can make this over. This is supposed to be the highest paid or. Budgeted Netflix movie they ever did. I'll be so mad if if it is. Yeah, Cause Netflix movies have not been great. Yeah, but you ain't had Dwayne Johnson on the payroll neither. I'm trying to think of a Dwayne Johnson bad movie, but I can't think of one that was recent. So what? I can't, I can't think of a recent bad Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. You can't think of a bad <laughs> recent. Recent. Okay. Recent. I can think of bad Dwayne Rod Johnson movie. I can't think of any recent. I, I was about to say, now, now I'm about to say, hold on. I, I understand the, the Rock is the Rock, but like, because the first thing that came to my mind was Doom when you said that. Okay, yeah, Doom was bad. Doom, Doom was a, 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 atrocious, okay? I, I, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of something. Re- that's why I said recent. I can't think of one that was recent where it's like, all right, that was pretty bad. Uh, I, I, let's see. Well, skyscraper was Jungle, just Jungle, Jungle Cruise is all right. I, I mean, it, it it didn't get the love that it needed to. But I saw Jungle Cruise. Jungle, Jungle Cruise was, was all right. Skyscraper was just, um, just unbelievably stupid. That's all that was. I would say I would say the most recent bad movie I can remember that people did not like was Baywatch. Oh yeah, nobody liked that. <laughs> I heard he was going to his Instagram. It's like, yo, I ain't see that movie. Nah, yeah, I was trying to go. <laughs> and I think before then, I mean, before Baywatch, it was Hercules. God, I, I forgot about that. I hated Hercules. I oh, I hated Hercules. That. I hated Hercules. I did not like Hercules, not one fucking bit at all. Back to the trip. Sorry to go off on the tangent. Back to the trip. No, that's cool. Um, it looked okay. Nothing is grabbing my attention to really be like, oh my gosh, I gotta see this. I wish Gal Gadot was more in the main cast instead of the mm. the antagonist in the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, anything Ryan Reynolds in is is going to be funny, but it. <laughs> If it's not Deadpool, it's just like I don't care. Like the Hitman's Bodyguard, not a good movie. I you know I ain't gonna lie, that's, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. Really? I, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's just terrible, but I like it. Okay. I I, I, I want to see the second one so bad. Okay. Do you remember in the first one, it was the second half of the movie. It was, I felt like it was the last part. Ryan Reynolds was fighting someone with a chain. It felt like a completely different director took over the movie, and they just <laughs> stopped. And I was like, what? "I was like, this part was so great," <laughs> and then they just stopped that. Do, I'm not sure if you remember that part. I think I do. I do remember that. Okay, part. 
it was one of those one shot action scenes and I was like yeah. wow this is done very well and it just never it was like it was like an intern grabbed the camera and was like alright let's shoot this real quick yeah let's just and, shoot and, Samuel just to come up fast on this boat and then the director was like hey get off the camera thought he did it and just added it in the movie yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, uh, I agree with you one hundred percent on it. But it's still guilty pleasure of mine. All right, I, um, yeah, <laughs> I, you look any Ryan Reynolds that's not Deadpool as just was like all right, like, like underground. I still, six, I still want to see Free Guy. I forgot about that movie as well. Mm. It, it's probably because I can't see Ryan Reynolds out of Deadpool. That too. I think that's the problem. When I see him, mm. I'm always thinking he's like trying to be Deadpool in a non-Deadpool movie. They should just make Deadpool a cameo for all movies, in all honesty. You know, that would be dope, but then he'll be overexposure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm meh. I, I'm assuming you want to see the movie? Have you notice? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna see it anyway. It'll be on Netflix. Gotcha. Yeah, I I'm indifferent about it. I I guess I I just nothing caught me to be like, oh yeah, I should see it. Now, uh, let's go into gaming. Uh, before the big showcase, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl gameplay. Did you see the gameplay? I'm very impressed with how well this is made. Nickelodeon ain't playing, bro. I'm like, wait. The only thing they don't have is dubbed voices, from what I know. Yet. Yeah, someone's Yet. It's coming to PC. Someone's going to mod it in. I, bro, I'm telling you right now. When the update comes, I'm just telling you. Be prepared. That this, this is the best way I can explain it. This is Smash Bros. Battle for the Grid. Damn, that's a, that's a, that's a comparison. Cause like, like how Battle for the Grid is literally Marvel vs. Capcom two. Yeah, but it is literally a love letter to both Power Rangers and. I'm sorry, a love letter to Power Rangers, the fans, and to Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, that's how I feel about this uh, Nickelodeon brawl game. Like the gameplay is really fast. They know they're, they're not trying wave to wave dashing, bro. Yeah. They're not trying to hide the fact that this is a Smash Bros clone. This like they know for a fact it is. Yeah. But it it works. It, it it it's so weird how it works, but it works very well. The combos look really good. April O'Neil looks over. She look broke. She going to get a patch for this joint come out. <laughs> I'm telling you. Did it because I did they look at her like yo, what do we do? That, that's why I'm like, I'm like, why this looks amazing? I, I didn't it, expect it to look like this. The, the only things that the only thing that 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 doesn't have like you know how Smash Brothers is like if you keep tapping A, you get like a nice little three or ten piece combo off of it. Right. They, they, they don't seem to have that in this game, and there's no like supers or final smashes in the game. Okay, I wasn't sure about that because I didn't see the breakdown for it. I wasn't sure if there's going to be supers, but I, I can understand. Like I, said, I, I, I saw the breakdown of it. There is things you can do in this one that you can't do in Smash, which like you can catch projectiles. Yeah, that, that was great. And toss it back. I'm like, what? I would have grabbed Mario's hose a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and toss that thing back. 
to be completely honest with you. But once again, that's just a game plan. I, I don't know if they're going to be adding different things because, first of all, we still got six more characters that got to be revealed. They keep saying fall. I'm, I, I'm pulling for October. I'm really pulling for an October release. Now, uh, I think October 2nd. Anytime after October 2nd, I think it's going to be released. It's what? not releasing in September. I feel like in the yeah. October window. That's something. They, they did say fall 2021, right. and I'm like, do they count? Do they count November as fall in 2021, or do they, do they start counting that as winter? Um, I think they count that as fall. Yeah, yeah, they count that as fall. Okay, so it, you know it may be. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping not to, but I don't want to wait till November for this because I think they go by uh what with like releases they go by um quarters financial quarters yeah like how january is not the end of quarter one it's really like march yeah so i think that's what so i mean well quarter four ends in december though no for a physical year uh quarter four ends in january i mean uh it it ends in uh, march when quarter one starts march uh first forward oh goodness yeah for financial like, cause for some reason they get a boom at the end of the year and they count that in for like investors and stuff. Man, well, I, I, I am. It got me so I am excited all for this game. This might be the first game I get to play in a long while. So I, I just I look if it's like if it's like a, if it's like a Smash Bros. clone, which it looks like it is, and it ain't running from it. Right, it, it's fighting. I can't wait to see it, Nigel Thornberry at Evo. Oh God, he's gonna. Like y'all had to hear some voice acting. I, I gotta hear smashing. I gotta hear it. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that. <laughs> but like I said, you know, hey, hey, there will be updates. I guarantee they're gonna be DLC. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? We ain't gotta worry about sword fighters. Who? <laughs> Bro, I'll tell you, I, I'm so sick of Fire Emblem. I ain't gonna tell you. All we got is Leonardo. We ain't got to worry about any sword fighter. Yeah, I'm about to say, yo, we got Leo right now. I'm, oh, I mean, just be careful because you'll never know who they can bring. But I can't wait to see, you know, Cora and Aang and, and, and Rena Stippy and all the. I can't wait to see all that. I, I'm excited for this. Th- th- this is yeah. a game where I was like, it was like a blind side. It was like, wait, what? And. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited. It, it, it don't look generic neither. Like th- this thing is looking like yo, we gonna put the time in. Like we really coming for Smash Brothers heads right now, as they should. Now, if this gets sent to Evo and uh, and uh, what's it call? It doesn't. That would be crazy. Now, <laughs> yo, like I'm like yo, what is the hate with Power Rangers, yo? What hate, is the fucking? Hate? I was gonna say. Now you know this is gonna be nominated for Fighting Game of the Year. Of course it Power is. Power Rangers has a new release so it can now be nominated for game of the year if it loses this year there's no point the the, the fight it, is it, over it, the fight it, is it, over it, it's, it's probably going to lose because everybody has a soft heart for platform fighting games it just is people will rather play a platform fighting game or a standard fighting game opposed to a team fighting game team fighting games unfortunately is an acquired taste if you're not into the Marvel games, you're not going to be into Team Fighters, right? Like, because like t- team team fighting games is you, it's fast paced. It keeps moving. A lot of people, you know, 
like button mashing and they don't know what the buttons are and they keep switching out and they keep getting happy birthdays not even knowing it. Right. Platformers is like yo, everybody gets to play that, the kids get to play it. It's Nickelodeon characters. How you not gonna be enjoy, how you not gonna enjoy that? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then a standard one on one is it, it, it's it writes itself. So there's always more love to those fighting games opposed to just a one-on-one if power rangers was a one-on-one fighting game it'd probably get more love and that sucks right but we we we, we, we have to see what happens they, they just had their um uh what is it their league championship yesterday for power rangers yeah so everybody and then they said well can't wait to see uh y'all in season four so we're just waiting on the news for season four so keep on it. I I will support Power Rangers to forever. So I know, and I will support this Nickelodeon because honestly, look, it's doing some things. I'm like more than Smash right now, bro. And I don't know. I support indie any indie fighting game. There you go. Because they need more attention. <laughs> this game gonna make Sakura release that last DLC character like tomorrow. Watch. <laughs> So hopefully we get to see that. But we got to see a lot of games in the PlayStation uh, um, showcase. I can't think of the word. I, I, don't, I don't think this was a quote-unquote state of play. But uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the uh, um, the uh, showcase. I did see the showcase. Okay. I did see the long intro. I did see the uh, the commercial. Uh, it looked like it had Michael Hay Williams, to be honest with you. It uh, did look like him. Yeah, so I uh I'm be honest with you, this thing kinda pissed me off. Oh. The showcase kinda upset me. Because it played with me. There were games I love to see, there's games I didn't care for too much, but there was one universal problem with this whole showcase. Do you think there's not enough gameplay? No, that that's not what it was. Okay. Why was Spider-Man the only one that had a date? That's fair. That bothers me. When you introducing new games that people can get excited for, mm. there has to be a level of transparency. I don't need the actual date, but I need the window. Mm. Now, Spider-Man had a 2023 release window. I'm like, damn. I, I'm like... Well, I was hoping this be like a next year type thing because y'all showed us Miles Horizon was like coming out later this year. I was expecting Spider-Man to come out later this year, but I was expecting next year. Right. I'm hoping it's early 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I seen Guards of the Galaxy, which I'm be honest with you, I after after what happened with Avengers, I am not in, interested. I'm excited for Guardians because they're doing things that they're doing the things that they knew was a problem with Avengers and not copying it. It's the same people though. Square Enix, right? Uh, it's different. Uh, same publisher, different developers. Okay. I was like, this look like it plays like the Avengers game. Yeah, uh, so, with Avengers, because they focus more on multiplayer, that's yeah. where the rest of the game fell apart. Uh, whereas this is just a single player, which I'm happy about. Okay. Deathloop, I'm like... Just release already. I'm trying to see okay, exactly like <laughs> just, that, just now, release. It, it comes out next month, and I'm like, wait, I think I don't know. 
<laughs> Wait, let it, me go. It come out next month, but we this was like trailer number fourteen. I'm it like, it was, it was, it comes out. It was all right. I'm done with it. It comes out next week. <laughs> why and did I'm we? Like, why did we? No, I'm sorry. This week. See, I, we didn't. I didn't need all that. I was just like, y'all, just give me the death. Because remember, a while ago, I was like, huh, this scandal situation. I actually kind of like. Look at this game, but then I start seeing trailer after trailer after trailer and after trailer after game. But the job like just release. It, it felt too long. Games. It felt it was like, yo, did, didn't this come out already? It, it comes out Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> it comes out Tuesday. I was tired of it. Um, yeah, I was about to go down the list of what was announced. Um, sure, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, which I'm happy for. I just. Darth Revan was the coolest Star Wars character. We, I still had to play. I, I, I had to play the uh, Jedi. The new old, yeah, really good one. I, I hope you don't get annoyed because it's kind of Dark Souls ish. Oh, okay, but yeah, sorry. Um, uh, a, a game uh, like a it looks like Bayonetta called Project Eve, which I'm like, uh, I don't know what this is. But can I just get Bayonetta three then? You know. <laughs> I don't want to go into Nintendo rant today. Nothing. <laughs> the, the the church of Nintendo. <laughs> I need to expose these lies that they be telling you while everyone's saying it. They know Nintendo's bad, but hey, guess what? Animal Crossing, we got new chairs. Everyone's like, Animal Crossing got new chairs, guys. Come on, guys. It's like, y'all would have never let any other game company get away with that. But exactly. Because it's Nintendo. It's like, y'all, y'all are, come on. Y'all suckers. Y'all are suckers. But Skyward Sword is coming. It plays like 2K. Nobody wants to play that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Tiny, Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It looks like Borderlands. I'm not into Borderlands. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Forspoken. That looks really cool. That was the, um, the game with the black girl in uh, a fantasy world. Oh, okay. So the game with a black girl. What else? In the fantasy world. So she's like in the fighting, fantasy. Oh, gotcha, she's fighting gotcha, dragons. Gotcha. She got like the powers of the Avatar. It comes out next spring. So this was sooner than I expected, honestly. Okay. Uh, Todd Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. I don't care about. Yo, can somebody please like bring life back into Tom Clancy's? He rolled over his grave right now. I'm saying now. I'm like, what? What book is this based off of? <laughs> Like he, he rolled over his game suck and his movie suck. Everything about Tom Glancy these days suck. Does the one with uh Jim from the office suck? I didn't watch Oh, you talk oh, what was the name of that movie? Jack, um Jack Ryan? Yeah, Jack Ryan. It's a show yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, I, I don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I this Jim. I, I can't look at Jim and not think Jim. Even though uh-huh. his name is John Krasinski, but yeah. Alan Wake remastered. Uh, this is the first time Alan Wake is going to be on the PlayStation system, so that I think that's cool. Uh, <laughs> the game that everyone is just tired of: Grand Theft Auto V coming to the PS5. So at first, I was just like, I thought they said Grand Theft Auto Six. I thought it was like, okay, we're finally moving on. It was like, oh no, it's five for the PS5. Nope, I was like, we ain't moving on yet. I was like, if I was about to react to it, I was about to say, no, you know what? Not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing a Grand Theft Auto 5 re- Come on. How many times are you going to pass up this game? 
And it's like it's it's a great game. We get it. It won. It's the best Grand Theft Auto. We can finally move on. You know what? This game got is so good. Do you know that they're bringing the Grand Theft Auto collection to the Switch? I thought. Wait. Uh, what collection? Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice City, and San Andreas. Okay, I thought they were going to announce that here. I didn't know that was officially announced. No, well, I mean, well, that's Nintendo, though. Okay, I, th- I, th- I thought that was going to be officially announced, that they're remastering everything and bringing it over. Hey, so that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I thought, but uh, no, we, we had to hear about Grand Theft Auto V. I was like, how many other times have we heard about Grand Theft Auto V? People are just mad about it. It's like, yo, I, 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 knew how to, I knew how to, I could drive on my Xbox 360. I've done all this on my, three. this game came out in 2013. This game came out when GameStop was still at Plymouth Meeting Mall. Ooh. That's how old this game is. But at the at the same time, it's like, if this game is so profitable, why yeah. make a new one? So it's like, I don't... Now, I know they are working on quote-unquote six, but it's like, I don't blame them for like milking this the way it is. I mean, okay, yeah, maybe they get a rematch. I guess you get a few extra bucks, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I just know I want the six one now because it's like everything they did, they, they can do it with five, they have done already. Mm-hmm. And it was a great game, I'm not gonna lie, it was a great game, but now it's just uh, I'm ready for six, just like you are. Yeah, I just want a new story. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, Ghost new Story, new characters. Yep, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, I don't know what to make of this game. It's a first-person magic-based game, and I'm yeah, like, it looks kind of weird. I'm like, okay, it looks cool, I guess. Uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm excited for. I really want to play that. It comes out next month, which is great. Um, yeah, we already talked about that, so no need to get deeper. Blood Hunt which is a vampire battle royale game. The battle royale genre is oversaturated at this point. Yes, it is. It's like, it, it, once you think you did something new, you didn't. It's like, all right, y'all. Um, Deathloop, we talked about that. Tachia, I think that's the new game where this uh, little uh, girl can, you know, put her soul into animals and control them. Yeah, like, yeah, I did see something about that. I was like, okay, the only reason I'm interested in it is because uh, I support blacks. So, yeah, but it looks like a Switch game, though. It do. I'm no. like, is this PlayStation Five or okay. the Switch? I'm not sure if you got Bug Snacks on your PS Five. No. You probably don't. That's what it reminded me of. Bug Snaps was an interesting, like, cute little game, but the story was darker than expected. <laughs> So maybe that's what they're kind of going for with this. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection coming to PS5 and PC. I'm excited for it because I've been having this itch to play Uncharted 4 again. Mm. And I haven't played the um, side game. So at this point, I'm going to just wait. I'm just wait, And I think that comes out in March. Uh, uh, Grant... Oh, gosh, Gran Turismo Seven. You know that that that's your game. Yeah. It, no. Wait. What? 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the racing games like that. I, I'm not in the simulator racing simulators. I'll do arcade racers, but not. That's like burnout. Yeah, burnout, which they need to revive. For someone in the heavens, please. Um, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo uh, Seven coming March fourth. Um, now these are the three biggest games I would say in this conference. One Wolverine. Surprise! Yeah. That was a surprise. By Insomniac Games too. I, we were all blindsided by that. We saw an Insomniac logo. We saw Marvel. Oh yeah, where it's about to be Spider Man. I'm like, oh wait, Wolverine gonna be a Spider Man? Then you just see the title Wolverine. I'm like, oh, 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 it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. And I'm excited. Uh, imagine playing the Wolverine game like the way the Spider Man game plays. The greatest part about this. Game. The greatest part. Of, the greatest part about this. Insomniac has already stated this game is going to be rated M for mature. Oof. As it should be. You damn right it should be. As it should be. Now I'm not sure if you played Wolverine Origins back in the day when the PS. You mean that? Do you mean that movie game? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm over it. Oh, you haven't played it. You haven't played that game. That was the best Wolverine experience in the world. Yeah, that, that game was tore up. Wait, what? I said, I said, you talking about the, the, the Origins? Yes, Wolverine Origins, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. It was, you know what? I, I can't lie, I haven't played it. Okay, that was the, okay because uh, because the movie games used to be good back in the day. Mm-hmm. So if they if they made content and made that stuff still good, well then. That's good news, then. Now, I think this was an awesome because I don't remember any good movie yet. I mean, Spider-Man 2 was great. Um, that's all I can think of at the top of my The only reason why this, because I watched the, uh, like behind the scenes of it. The only reason why this movie was great is because the game was already made. Fox came to them and said, hey, we want to make a movie based off of this. And they were just like, all right. And they, by the, while the movie was developing, they would just sat back and polish the game. Exactly. And then that game just became one of the greatest things that came out of Marvel. It, it was bloody. It was violent. Wolverine took a guy out the helicopter, stuck his head up to the propeller, and you just saw blood just flying around. It was amazing. Um, next one. Uh, X. Oh gosh, not X. Do you do, do you have? An estimated time where you think it's going to come out? Uh, no. And because honestly, everybody's been asking me that in the comments. Bro, it's like, we, we know just as much as... We're not the developers. <laughs> we're all. Oh. Like, I hate when people... Act, like, I hate when people... Like, I remember I, I watched one uh, little thing, and someone said before the stream even started, Do you, are there going to be anime games in here? It's like, we, we know just as much as you guys. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going to be shown here. But, um, yeah, I don't know when it's coming out. Honestly, I hope Insomniac Games is being treated well because they have just they don't take a break. Mm-mm. They made Spider-Man right into Miles Morales, right into Ratchet and Clank, now into Wolverine, and then the next game, Spider-Man 2. Ooh, that looks sexy too. First of all, I feel like it's a missed opportunity to not call it Spider Man, but okay, it's cool. Because they, 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 you probably feel you got to add all the other ones in there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Um, but man, Miles Morales, and I, I'm just happy Peter Parker didn't die, and that we could get a Miles and Peter game together. So I'm very happy about this. So am I. Um, Venom. This is the best Venom has ever looked in years. Even though we got that night. And also, it's speculated that Craven the Hunter was the one talking through the trailer. Oh, wait, wait. Venom was the one that was talking. No, uh, no. I think Venom was the one that just said, yes, we we will. But before that, I think that was Craven the Hunter saying, I've been looking for someone to challenge me. Do you think you could do that? I really thought it was Eddie Brock and Venom, you know, talking. You know, I'm so used to Tom Brady Venom these days, so. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what the result has gone to. Um, now, it is uncertain if uh, Wolverine and Spider-Man are going to be in the same universe. If so, Insaniac, make your universe. Make it up. Make I'll buy it. it. Make I'm, it up. Well, we'll not pay for it. I honestly want the next... Actually, you said this before I did. You actually gave me the idea. I want Insania to do a Daredevil game. I'm t- bro, I'm telling you, all over Hell's Kitchen, let's do it. They are the ones to do it. There's <laughs> a damn train trigger square in. Lead that to Marvel. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, or the other side of Marvel. Insania does not have a miss ratio yet. Shh, don't let nobody know that. Yep. They do not have a. We're just going to keep it quiet. But they do not have a miss ratio yet. Um, next game, and probably the biggest one out of the conference, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, now, I know you didn't play the first one, which, I mean, wait, if you have PS Plus, you should, uh, you can get it for free on PS5. I haven't been on my PS5 in a month or two. Neither have I. Uh, <laughs> since, since the, 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 the basketball season ended, I haven't been on my PS5. I, I'm not gonna lie, I opened it up. And took the dust out, like cleaned the dust all out of it. Yeah, and turned it back off, huh? I ain't even turn on. Oh, <laughs> ain't even turn on. I, I just, but I have it standing up now, so I can see the nice uh, Spider-Man sticker, uh, uh, plate cover. There you go. So that's honestly what I wanted to do. I, ain't <laughs> I got, I moved some space on my desk. If I could. Hopefully get my old laptop working. I could bring that back. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got that. Uh crap, what was I gonna say? Got a board, Ragnarok. Um Yeah, I'm excited for it. There's no reason to not be excited for it. Because it's it's one of the biggest PlayStation games. It's one of the big Sony games ever. And probably I gotta play the first one. I just gotta play the first one so I can so I can learn um this journey with y'all so I can build a journey with y'all it's a good fatherhood story I need one of those that, that, that's basically what it is Kratos is a new father and this is like you know he's mm. just running boring boring it's it's really a great story actually you like documentaries so much yes on YouTube there's a documentary on the uh, creation of this game called Raising Ooh. Kratos Okay. Really good. Really good. And it talks about like the actor who played Kratos and it's, it's he was explaining how this game made him a better father. The uh, director of the game, he did this because he had a newborn son and it was like, I'm doing this because I'm a father now. I feel like this is where we got to take uh, Kratos now. It, it was a really good documentary. 
Yeah. You really learned the backings of what's going on in the gaming uh, industry. Well, a little bit. Mm, a little okay. bit. So, yeah. Uh, I, I recommend that. I know you love documentaries. But, so I'll definitely check that out then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was all of the PlayStation uh, experience. And Well, I, well I, I, I do have, you know, my wife that entered, if you want to talk about, you know, the star of the story. The star of the story? Michael K. I am so sorry. We did not do that. Okay. I am so sorry. Michael K. Williams. Well, okay. I, well, I, I, well, first off, did, did you want to introduce, you know, I'm, Lady Sketch? I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, welcome, Lady Sketch, the host of uh, Turn Day Football Culture and Beyond. How are you? Just, just, I see how you feel. It's cool. I, I no, I, it, I, I'm thrown off. <laughs> I am so sorry. Hello, everyone. Long time no see. How, how, We're here. How are you? I'm living. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Michael K. Williams. I unfortunately thought I had an experience with his acting. The, I mean, the most I have was him on Community. I did not watch The Wire. I did not watch um, any of the other uh, movies he was in. But uh, what was y'all first experience with him? Omar coming. Okay, Omar that's, coming. That's definitely The Wire. Oh, oh, <laughs> wait. I um um I seen a it's clip. So th- was that him <laughs> when he was walking down the block with a shotgun and a cigarette in his mouth and everybody was just sure running? was okay. Yeah, that's a horrifying image to bring back. Hey, one of the, one of the greatest TV characters of all time. I, I really got to watch The Wire. Which was said by Wendell Pierce. I got to watch The Wire. When he was alive and dead. Yeah, the um, I want to go back and watch it because I didn't watch, I never watched the whole series. Like, you know, when it was on, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I've seen it here and there. But that was the era of the the shows that was just like, Baltimore was wilding. <laughs> so I won't go back and watch it now. Um, but Michael K. Williams, he had so many layers. Like he was a dancer. Uh, if you don't know, he choreographed um, 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters. Um, so you can go watch the video. He's a dude in the middle. Didn't know that. He was in a, into ballroom way back when. Um, so it, he just he's lived so many different lives. And most recently, even if you haven't seen The Wire, most people over the last couple of years have seen Lovecraft. He was phenomenal in Lovecraft. I hope I don't know if he was nominated um, prior to his passing. Um, but I hope he gets it, not just because he died, because you know they love no, doing that's it. No, that's you probably won't get it then. But I, yeah, that's what you. I don't know who he was if he was nominated. Who was he was nominated up against? Because mm-hmm. um, honestly, I haven't been paying attention to the Emmys. Um, but he was great in Lovecraft, and now I'm sad. I mean, it's sad that it didn't, it wasn't coming back anyway. But now I'm like, now I really can't come back for real. Like, <laughs> do yourself a favor, Sway. and check out Lovecraft. Country. I've been trying to I, watch I, I it. Gotta finish it. You still have to watch Lovecraft? I, I haven't finished it. Yeah, the heel on episode like two or three. Jeez. I'm on episode four. Okay. 
Okay. So you've seen him in Lovecrafting. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. I met like before this. Like I feel okay. like I felt I feel like I'm like jumping on the bandwagon. If I say love. No, it's okay because he was the best part of DMX trivia earlier this year. He definitely was. But can I just say, on a kind of funny side note, I went to his Wikipedia to look up his um, filmography. I completely forgot he was entrapped in the closet. By he- That's right. Mind. Oh my God. <laughs> he was James. He was. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is the way I remember you. I hate, listen, fuck that guy who did it, but. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot all about that, bruh. He was in that. I I hate that. That's what I remember him for. Same. Same. Oh, that's funny as hell. Yeah, he was in um, lots of that I didn't even know about. Like, he would have. Some small parts, and I he was in Ghostbusters, the 2016 one. Yeah, I don't I remember that. I don't either. I, I don't. I I'm still trying to dig back because I hated like, that movie. Apparently, I hate it, but no, I meant like the world. We, you know how yeah. we're the oxymorons. Uh, <laughs> we we like wow. everything that they don't. No, that's Chris Randolph. Oh, he was in Lackawanna Blues. Yes, he was in Lackawanna Blues with him and Terrence Howard, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> he was doing the most all the time. And Bessie. He was great in Bessie. He was good in Bessie also. I don't remember that uh, film. Sorry. <laughs> It's it's in an HBO movie. Oh, okay. Queen Latifah. It starts. It's about the, the story of Bessie Smith. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. I recommend you check that, that, that movie out, and then then go do yourself a favor and watch. Um. Oh God, you, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, Chadwick's last movie. If you have access to HBO Max. Under their Black Voices se- section, because that's a thing now. Oh no, I checked that out. I, I'm I'm glad they added that. There, for the others who didn't know, <laughs> there's a section um, in remembrance of Michael K. Williams because he's done a lot of HBO projects, um, The Wire, Boardwalk Empire, and The Night of. Miles Rainey's Black Bottom. Sorry. I could not get a name out to the, to the hardest thing. What about my Rainey's Black If you check out Bessie, then check out Bob Rainey's Black Bottle. I, 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 I said Chadwick's last movie, <laughs> and nobody was catching on, so. Oh, no, I, I, I didn't it. hear that. I knew it. I just didn't say the name. I'm not even going to. Yeah, I just didn't say the name of it. They're yeah. in the same vein. Okay. So, yeah. watch. You can watch one and watch the other two. Um, but, yeah. I just. I. I think that he did get some of his flowers because folks did acknowledge that he was great while he was here. But it's it's nice to see people acknowledge how much of an artist he was. One of the last clips I saw of him was him dancing with some random woman in the park in New York. I saw that, yeah. And I was just like, that kind of... Like, I, I love that kind of black joy. Just... Just to see on an everyday, just out in the streets on an everyday basis. Having a good time. Um, yeah. And it's really sad. We don't, they didn't, I don't know if they've announced. They haven't announced it yet, passed. but 
I don't know if I don't know if I don't think or want to think that it was suicide. And I, I it's a possible it could have been a drug overdose. That's the murmurings. But I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping like for the say people he left behind, just leave it alone. Cause folks be doing too much. Like, all right. Cause, Cause I'm about look. Y'all boy, uh, Fifty Cent was out here talking trash already. Oh what? my God! What? Why does he always have beef with someone? It was the day he passed, and everybody was posting their messages, and he put up some um disrespectful tweet, um, talking about uh I don't remember who he was talking to. So much your boy is dead or something like that, and something about drugs. It was something alluding to that. I'm just like, why is he like this? Yo, because he could get 50 cent power, that's why. Like, I... It's like the gasoline draws in the seat on the way to um, Down Under just waiting for him. Like, what is wrong with him? No, it's up here. Just tell him to get on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just... um, I didn't know how well-versed y'all were in... His art, and like I said, with so. K Williams, I am used to. I didn't watch too much of The Wire. I did watch all the Lovecraft Country. I did see him in in other things, especially when it came to like Betsy. I seen him do the DMX tribute, which was very very good. His part, at least. <laughs> uh, uh, when it came to the DMX tribute, and I, I was telling Swag about it earlier uh, earlier this year, and I felt as though they could have did it better job with it. Yeah. I think that with all the energy that he brought into it. I feel like y'all could have just left it where he was at. Like what he did, y'all could have just left it alone. Because it was just like, okay, what are what are we doing exactly? <laughs> I don't know. BT gotta stop. At this point, I want y'all to just stop doing tributes. Oh how about they just wait a week and do it right. You know what I'm saying? Since I do it on the day that we happened. It was done at the awards. And Oh, that's what they had time too. Nope, sorry, no excuse for you, BJ. But say it was done at the award. Only I think this only happened like once where somebody passed and it was like we only got a couple days to oh, throw yeah, together it's, a tribute. This is Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't want to drag this out. Yeah. Um, but rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. He yes. left behind a great body of work. Yes, rest so in peace. So check it out. Hopefully, I get to experience more of what he left here. Yeah, I'm saying I don't want my memory of him to be trapped in the closet. <laughs> Look, all, all I'll tell you is just pick a day, even when you're cleaning or you're cooking, just watch HBO Max. I already told her to watch the New York Epicenters by Spike Lee. Yeah. Gotcha. HBO Max has been beefing up their um like offerings lately. They took a different world from Prime Video, so now I gotta watch it over there. Dang. So she don't really need to, she just wants to. Shut up. I never liked a different world. That's my cue to exit. Nah, see, I didn't say all that, but I'm the same thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just did not like that show. She, she, look, I, I like a different world. I don't like it, but she do. It's but, my favorite sitcom. I'm sorry, and, but hey, I. <laughs> she, um, she watches it to death. Like, that sure office, do. I don't get it, but. Sure do. Well, the office is good, unlike us. <laughs> this guy. I knew it was coming. I was like, he finna be like, well, the office. Look, I, I don't know. I made it be on the Rick Dahl train. Like, I, I, I see it, but I, I don't. There are some episodes that you've laughed at. That fire. I, I said that. that. Fire episode. I said, I see it, and then sometimes I don't. I'm just like, 
this right here was good for this part, but this right here was not good for this part. I was just like, but you know. Understandable. And, it's a it's an acquired chase I've seen. You either like it or you hate it. There's no in between. It, I think you'll like Parks and Rec more. Because the people who don't like The Office loves Parks and Rec. And the people who don't like Parks and Rec loves The I Office. I like Superstore. Superstore was funny. funny. Superstore America yeah. Ferreira left. I don't know if I want to even bother. She left a while ago. Okay, yeah, there's no point to continue. I think they show. canceled it, actually. Oh, wow. I actually I read an article that said, um, remember Bear in the Big Blue House? Yeah. They said the actress that played the moon passed away, and they just stopped the show because they couldn't, uh, like, they couldn't last a day without her. Because they were so oh, yeah. broken. It got canceled earlier this year. Superstore. Oh, oh, Superstore. I was about to say, Bear in the Big Blue House? No. <laughs> like, that, like, wait, how long has it been going on? But, uh, poor thing. Poor Superstore. Yeah, I like that show. Oh, well, I'll catch up. Watch it to the end, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anywhere we could. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm so sorry. Thank you for joining us for the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, Lady Sketch, where can we find you? Don't. No, I'm joking. Okay. Um, uh, nope, nope, you already. Nope. You can fi- no. You can find. You can listen to my vintage episodes of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. I want to find a way to bring it back. Um, so hopefully by the end of the year we can do that. But other than that, I don't have any public social media, so find me there. Gotcha, Mister A and E. Where can we find you? Sitting here. Watch documentaries, learning about life. No, but I'm saying, but uh, I sound like the search for a key. Yeah, so I uh, you can find me on mostly just on NC Studios and especially doing reactions, trying to keep up with the new 2K news and uh, try to bring that back along with uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm not gonna be on social media too much, but I am gonna try to get. Better at it, of course, which is NC place number two. Baby. All right, the next free day I got to play games. I marked it on my calendar and blocked that day off. It was the 25th. So hopefully I can play the Wakanda game. Uh, um, Avengers. I, I hope it's good. I, really I hope it's good too, but I, you know, hopefully I'm going to try to put some gameplay. If, if I was to put gameplay up, would you have time to make a thumbnail? Yeah. Because I do want to play make, this. I can make a thumbnail while I'm at work. That... Whoa. Oh, it's just, that, see, like, see. it's just, I can't, like, I want to play games. I just can't. It, I'm so mad that gaming takes so much time. It do. It do. Like I said, that for me to set up a table in my in my room and, and to record something like that, it's just so much to do right now. And it's like, but like I, games are I'm going to try. Games are not like a fifteen minute. You you got to put it like it, you got you got to put in the work. Yeah. And then, so yeah, I get. Q sitting there, man. Blood Panther's tough. Like you got it. The combo, like I, I it, You know what? I'm sorry. I, I don't know how I feel about T'Challa with these braids. Braids. He has braids. It, it, it looks like braids. I don't know what kind of hairstyle he got in the video game. I was like, but what is this? Is it locked? No, he locks. Okay. It's for my cousin. I have to do it for my cousin. 
I, I can't do a Wakanda accent. But, no, um, I can't either. Yeah, don't. Uh, you can find me searching where Boozy is thinking about Lil Nas X. Stop. Uh, because he cannot get him off his mind for some reason. He really can't. At this point, just just, just go out on a gay. date with him. <laughs> just say you're gay. Jeez. It's not that bad, but all right. Oh, Boozy bothered that boy again? No, Boozy, yes. Boozy is Always. just being Boozy. He never stops. And mm. the thing is, Lil Nas knows the internet so well, it is like he he knows what he's doing on there. Like, oh, he's a professional troll. Yeah. Mm. He's wish six nine wish he what he really was. He's yeah. that. And it's mm. he does it so well. And it's like I can't I can't get mad at him. But uh Oh wow. Yeah, that's where you can find us and Q Flow, I don't know where he is at, but wherever he at, feel free to take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.